Welcome back to another episode of Am I Doing This Right? I'm Corinne Fox. And I'm Natalie McMillan. And we are best friends, confidants, millennials, and the hosts of Am I Doing This Right? A life how-to podcast from the perspective of non-experts. And each week we cover a new topic and we drink a new fun bevy. And this week, you guys, we are cheersing because we are talking about how to plan a wedding. Mm -hmm. We're going to be talking about how to decide if you need a wedding planner or not, the timeline for planning a wedding, and tips and tricks to make planning less stressful. Yeah, because you know people get very stressed out. People get very stressed out. But Nat, what are we drinking? What are we toasting well, to the happy couple okay. with? Okay, we are toasting with, I felt, I felt like this was very fitting. Okay. Because this is a non-alcoholic sparkling blanc tea. So Ooh. it's like, I think it's supposed to be like a fake champagne. I love that. But it's that. a tea. Okay. With green tea, lemongrass, and jasmine. Oh. And should I say why I feel like this is fitting? Or would you like to say why this is fitting? I'll say why this is fitting. So I have been keeping a little secret from everybody. Literally from everybody. <laughs> well, not literally well, from not everyone everybody. because my family and friends have known. Yeah. But I am engaged. Yay! I'm engaged to be married. And I've been engaged since <laughs> May. <laughs> but I, I really, it's been a good half a year. It's I know. I was counting. I'm like, it's been seven months. Actually, seven months. Oh, my God. The reason we didn't, like, tell people is, like, I feel like we just wanted to enjoy our engagement amongst, like, our family and friends. We haven't, like, celebrated it yet. Well, we just did last week. Y you just had the party. We just— so fun. Yes, we just had our engagement party. But it was, like, we kind of just had, like, a, a quiet little engagement period. Yeah. Where we could just enjoy it and, like, be excited. But, like, it wasn't public. Mm -hmm. And then I was talking to Natalie, and I was like, okay, well, we only have a few episodes left. Yeah. I got to announce the news on the podcast. We got to say it. And we got a DM from one of our listeners that was like, could you guys do a wedding planning episode? And we were like, we've got to talk about it. Here it is. It's time to, to let the girlies know. Yeah. So I am in the thick of this, you guys. Like, I am literally in the middle of planning my wedding. Yes. I have found my wedding dress. <gasps> yes, she did. And, uh, as of last week, I have picked my bridesmaids. Ugh. I have my wedding venue, my wedding date. Yep. But I'm still I'm still thinking about it. There's a it's lot of, I, there's a lot I haven't figured out. I have my band. Together. Don't have my photographer. You have your officiant. I have my officiant who I was emailing with today. Oh wow. Wow. So it's, so it's coming together. It's it's slowly coming together, but it's been fun to have like a very long engagement. I know. Well, it's been very hard. I feel like there's been so many times, <laughs> even on here, where I've almost slipped up and said like something. Yeah. Also, I knew for so long before Corinne got engaged that it was going to happen. But there were also several. Actually, I don't you, know if you almost. I don't know if I told you this. You were about to go away. We we had recorded a bunch back to back. And you were about to go away. So we had planned. I think this was like last winter or something. And I knew that you were going to get engaged on the trip. Yeah. Which like yeah. It, things, ha you know, things moved around. So that like plan didn't work. But that's what I thought was going to happen. So like you pulled, I was talking to my cousin Carrie. And I was like, well, Corinne's going to get engaged. And like, oh my God, I'm so excited. And then you like pulled up next to me. And I was like, am I going to cry? And then she's like, oh my God, okay. Like this is the last time you're going to see you're not engaged. I was like, I know. Oh, 
my God. I know. I ugh, It was so hard to keep it under wraps. No, I well, I told Joe to like, you need to lean on Natalie and like, you know, verify your plans and everything yeah. with other people. Yeah. So I'm glad he did. I'm glad yes. he like leaned on you. Yeah. Yeah. We had we had several discussions. Oh, and then I'm sure. And then you <laughs> and then you kind of caught on at the last second. I caught on during the day. And I like started, literally the last minute. Yeah, yeah. And I started texting Natalie like a crazy person. I was like, it's happening. <laughs> things things are getting I'm weird. Like, no. no, you were like, but if it were to happen, would you be happy? <laughs> and I'm like, Natalie, what the f- it's very nerve-wracking. I mean, I just like— you, I would be so nervous. I would run away. Yeah, I was—well, I knew it was coming. And so, it's like, as we're walking to the spot that he's going to propose, I'm like, what do I talk about? I'm like, oh, well, um, beautiful weather out today. Yeah, you know, so like— it's a very lovely <laughs> evening right now. Like, you know what's happening. So, like, yeah. just making small talk. See, I feel like I just would have, like, busted out and been like— are you just going to propose right now? What's happening? Like, I don't think I would have made it to the spot. I just felt, you know, you just like, I wanted it to go well for him. It did. Everything went well. The ring is stunning. Beautiful. Yes. We love the ring. Maybe if you guys go to my Instagram, there will be some form of engagement photos or video or something from <laughs> the party. Ha- all, of, all of us, all of our friends, we've been like, are you going to post them yet? Well, now I'm like, I got to wait for the podcast. I know, okay. I, know, I know. But yeah, go to my Instagram. I'm sure you'll see something. Actually, engagement related. <laughs> when we were when we were doing the dress shopping, your mom goes, "What?" Because she knew that we were going to announce it on the podcast, and she goes, "When does that episode come out?" And I was like, "Oh, I think it's like December nineteenth. And she's like, "Oh, okay. Well, then I think it's actually going to be announced on Connie Klein's Facebook page first. <laughs> oh, <laughs> she <laughs> called me today, and she was like, "Hey, so I'm going to post these photos from the party." I was like. Okay, I just stopped fighting yes. her. All right. I'm like, it's fine. Just it's, here's the it's link. A, it's been released on Connie Klein's Facebook page. Yeah, so I guess she had the exclusive first. Oh, wow. Okay, <laughs> you know what? I really can't Good stop this woman. No. I've made her wait seven months. Yeah. Which so, is like insane. It's it's time. Which is actually fitting because me and Joe had our courting for seven months. Anyways. <gasps> yes, we do. Let's get into the episode. Um, yes. And um, get into some fun facts about Wedding planning. Mm-hmm. So the largest wedding attendance was a Jewish wedding in Jerusalem in 1993, where 30,000 people attended. Pass. And I thought I was having a big wedding. Pass. Yeah, that's that's insane. I don't need, that has to be the entire entirety of Jerusalem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, geez. Another fun fact is that engagement and wedding rings are worn on the fourth finger of the left hand because it was once thought that a vein in that finger led directly to the heart. Oh. Oh. I thought that that was true. So it's just, it's not. So I'm just wearing it on this, on this hand for no reason. Just for no reason. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. The tradition of a wedding cake comes from ancient Rome where guests broke a loaf of bread over the bride's head for fertility's sake. Hmm. Like a bun in Would the Would you oven. love me to do that at your wedding? No, thank you. <laughs> just, it must be kind of stale to break it over your head. Right. Like a, a like a... That kind of must hurt. Like a baguette. Yeah. <laughs> of sorts. Yeah. <laughs> just like whack you in the head with it. What the fuck? Another fun fact is that Las Vegas ranks number one in number of weddings a year with over 114,000 weddings a year. Hawaii actually ranks second, and unsurprisingly, Nevada also holds the record for the highest number of divorces. And I wonder if it's, like, the highest number of quick divorces. Yeah, and quick quick weddings. 
Yes. I wonder what the shortest wedding ever was. I mean, well, in Vegas, too, you don't have to have that, like, waiting period. That's why so many people get married in Vegas. Oh. Remember from our How to Get Married episode? There's Mm -hmm. no waiting. And another fun fact that we have about weddings is that when asked, 81% of guests say the thing they remember the most about a wedding is the entertainment. So might be something to look into. But I think somebody who is planning their wedding, one of the first things you kind of have to decide is like, do I hire a wedding planner or do I not hire a wedding planner? Right. So what's some advice? So the wedding website, The Knot, suggests that all couples should have some sort of wedding planner or coordinator for their special day if their wedding budget allows. By the way, the difference between a wedding coordinator and a planner is that a coordinator helps the to be weds two months or less before the wedding day, while a planner usually assists the couple throughout the entire planning process. So some reasons that you might want to have a full-time planner would be if your organizational and planning skills are subpar. That would be me. Uh, You have a demanding job. You're having a destination wedding. Your venue doesn't have its own coordinator. You're struggling to keep your wedding budget, or you just want peace of mind. On your wedding day. Yeah. That's probably overall. Yeah. I think having it taken care of. Even if you can't afford a wedding planner, if you could afford like a coordinator, even a day of coordinator, just somebody who's going to like tell your in-laws like where to sit. Yes. Or like, hey, everyone, it's cocktail hour. Yes. You don't have to wrangle people. And if you can't afford that, assign it to a bridesmaid, assign it to like, you're like, hey, you're in charge of everything today. <laughs> yeah, leave it, me because it can't alone. be me. <laughs> Cannot be me. Yeah. So the average length of an engagement in the United States is twelve to eighteen months. So we've got a general timeline based on a fifteen-month engagement, just like a little sweet spot. So would you like to dive in? Yes. Okay. So fifteen to twelve months before your wedding. Number one, discuss what you as a couple want for your big day. So maybe you want an elopement with just the two of you, or maybe you want a 500-person wedding with everyone you know in attendance. Whatever it is, talk about it openly and honestly together and figure out what feels the most you, because this is your celebration after all, Mm -hmm. which is very important. Mm -hmm. Number two, you need to set a date and a budget. So your wedding budget will be the driving factor for many of your wedding-related decisions. So this should be the first thing you guys tackle. And if any family members will be contributing, chat with them about what they're comfortable spending. And if you're footing the bill yourself, though, be sure to take a hard look at your finances and prepare for any financial life changes you may need to make. And once you've got that magic number, whatever it may be, you got to stick to it. That's got to be hard. Also, within this 15 to 12-month time frame, you want to start to draft your guest list. So while you don't have to have like a final guest list until a bit later, when thinking about how to plan a wedding step by step, coming up with an estimated guest count early on is important. So there's a big difference between a 50-person wedding and a 300-person wedding, particularly when it comes to your venue options. Mm. So before you start browsing wedding venues, like you got to know how many people it can fit. Yeah. You know what sense. I mean? So, like, that was, like, the first, like, literally the first thing we did. And I was yeah. like, it's very scary. Yeah. Very scary. And then the last thing you want to get done, among other things, um, in that 15 to 12-month range is to research and book key vendors. Most importantly, 
the venue, caterers, florists. So finding the perfect wedding venue can feel like finding a diamond in the rough. So use your wedding vision to narrow options based on the type of wedding you want. So if you have an, if you envision like an outdoor wedding, keep that in mind when looking for your wedding ceremony location and reception venue. I also think that the venues book up way far ahead. At least a year. Yeah. At least a year. So good to start there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then 12 to 9 months before the wedding, you want to start thinking about your design and your vision. So pull up your Pinterest boards because it's finally time to gather your inspiration. You want to select a color palette. You want to create a mood board. There's so many ideas out there. So you can take your time with this part of the process. And don't forget to take a step back if you feel overwhelmed. Well, since we brought up the the Pinterest board story from a little bit ago. Oh, Joe and I are, are in this the kind of part. And our wedding planner was like, hey, can you make a Pinterest board? And I have my, like, wedding Pinterest board, but I'm going to take specific things from that and, like, narrow it down. Right. Terrified. I'm terrified to let Joe in on that oh, no. per, you know, what his Pinterest board has looked like yeah. in the past. So we're going to – we have actually a, a, a wedding meeting tonight to go over oh. that. Okay. Together. Do you think that he's going to want to make his own board? You know, maybe it actually would be helpful. You know what's helpful? I tell him, make your own board. Then I pick from his board what I like. Yeah. That's smart. That's the way we're going to do it, people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Oh, I love that. Because I I love it. I I don't think he can send his board to the wedding plan. No. Oh, no, no. That was never an option. No, no. Never an option. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Next, you're going to want to choose your wedding party and ask them for their participation. So you're also going to want to allocate toasts and speeches. Some couples want all toasts and speeches done at the wedding. Others prefer some to be done at the rehearsal dinner instead. So those are kind of things you can think about. Which I've already done. And yes. No surprise, Natalie will be do- making a speech. I will be doing the speech. <laughs> then sending the save the dates. You got to send out those save the dates. You're you're in that window I'm now. In that window. Mm-hmm. Where you got to. In January, you will be receiving a save the date. Oh, yeah. So have you you've designed them? No. Oh. No, 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 no. But that's but, just on but the, that's the goal. On the docket. The goal. Okay. <laughs> okay. You're also going to want to select the attire for the groom, the groomsmen, and the bridesmaids. And maybe hire additional vendors such as entertainment and any specialty services. If you just can't imagine getting married without a certain wedding band playing at the reception or a photographer whose work you love, you're going to want to act quickly. Ugh, God, many, so many in-demand wedding vendors are hired more than a year in advance. And once they're booked, they're pretty much gone. So this is especially relevant for couples planning 2024 and 2025 weddings. If I don't book my photographer, I'm not kidding. This week, I do you you're gonna have to is? take photos on your iPhone because <laughs> they're all gonna be bulked up. Did you do you know who we you haven't want? really found anybody that we like love and we're obsessed with? And I'm like, yeah. I just kind of want to wait, but like, we yeah. gotta find somebody. Yeah. It's tough. It's tough. There's so many things to think about. Okay, so nine to six months before the wedding, you're gonna collect and confirm addresses of guests. You're going to order your wedding dress. You may want to actually start looking beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm glad I ordered mine because mine's going to take six months to get made. So Okay. Yeah, you need this. But begin your search by browsing wedding dress and suit ideas online. And don't forget to save your favorites to take them with you to your appointments. And then learn the lingo before setting foot into a store. So, like, know what kind of, like, silhouettes you like, necklines, trains, hues. Like, yeah, that was something that, like, I didn't even know any wedding dress designers before I started mm-hmm. this. And then I was like, oh, okay, you kind of, like, figure it out. Yeah, you learn the, learn the lingo. 
Another thing you can do is to start your basic registry. So if you have a wedding website, you'll want to include it there. And you'll also want to include the website on the invite so that they can have access to your registry. Mm -hmm. And then send out those invites. It's time. As your big day draws closer, you'll need to alert guests with beautiful wedding invitations. But believe it or not, your stationary suite includes more than just the save the date cards, formal invites, postage, and RSVP cards. Consider what you want for all your paper goods to look like. So place cards, menus, ceremony programs, wedding favor tags, like all of that kind of has the same print style. Yeah, yeah. Cohesion. Yes, exactly. Um, And also on the RSVP, include like pertinent information like dress code Mm -hmm. and then obviously entree selection as well. Yeah. Also, if you plan on going on a honeymoon right after your wedding, this would be a good time to make sure your passports are up to date. Yep. Nothing worse than that. Nothing worse than figuring out that you (laughs) do not have a passport. (laughs) Also, you would hire your officiant during this time and also organize transportation for the bridal party to and from the venue. God, there's so much to think It is a full-time job. Full-time job. Full-time job. And that's why 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 people have full-time jobs to do this. Mm -hmm. All right. Then four to two months before the wedding, you're you're getting into the finalization stage. So you want to finalize your menu and do your cake tasting, finalize the design of your cake and any floral arrangements, finalize seating arrangements, and you're going to want to start thinking about writing your vows. If you're writing them. Yeah. Which I think most people do at this point. Also, I will say one thing that we learned from our friends who wrote their vows um, that I think we're going to implement is that, like, there's a few shared stories that are, like, iconic in your relationship. Mm -hmm. And I— they kind of divvied them up. She was like, I'm going to tell that story. And like, not not telling you what's in the vows, but like, right. so you're not both like, oh, remember our first date was so fun. And it's like, eh, we heard it twice. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think Joe and I will probably like, okay, do you want to tell that one? You yeah. tell that. I'll tell this one. Yes. Throughout our vows. So that it's also entertaining. It's an entertainment piece. Yeah. Okay, so one month before your wedding, you're going to create a timeline including times for hair and makeup. You're going to obtain documents for completing the legal aspect of getting married and set a date to go to the courthouse and go back to episode 112, what to do before I do how to get married, which is like the legal stuff. Yeah, like literally how to legally marry somebody. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. Uh, It's nothing to do with wedding planning. No, that's (laughs) Uh, why we are here now. Yes. Okay, you would also confirm vendors and provide them with a contact for the day of the event. So again, whoever's the coordinator, your planner, your bridesmaid, like who who are they going to call? And they're like, hey, we're, we're here. Yeah. We're outside. We're at the gate. You're also going to delegate responsibilities. So if there is anything that you need help tying up um, that you're feeling stressed about, reach out to your friends, family, and ask if they can help you, which can be really hard, but... You should do it. And you're also going to want to finalize your vows. I would also start like practicing it maybe a little bit if you feel like you're going to be nervous. Mm -hmm. So now right before the wedding, what are some things you can do? So a good idea would be to make a wedding emergency kit. While the little details mentioned above are things you're planning for, you also need to be prepared for unexpected things to pop up. So like what happens if your dress rips or the best man gets a splinter (laughs) or your mother gets a stress-induced headaches. Preempt the worst-case scenario by creating a fully stocked emergency kit that has any and everything you could possibly need at a moment's notice. Something also to give to that person, that coordinator person. Like a first aid kit, maybe. Yeah. Yeah, honestly. Yes. 
Also, you can plan your post-wedding to-do list. So before you leave on your honeymoon, take some time to create a to-do list of all the items you need to deal with once you return, from name changes to writing thank you cards and creating a photo album. Like, there are a few loose ends you'll need to tie up after the wedding to fully complete your wedding planning adventure. Yeah. And then lastly, enjoy your wedding day and leave all the rest to your wedding coordinators and your and your bridal party. Like, just enjoy your day. I hope I can enjoy it. I hope I'm not stressed out of my mind. I feel like you won't be. I feel like it will be handled. I sure as hell hope so. I think so. I'm going to have to be or else it's like, what what did I do all this for? Right. No, I think you're going to be, I think you'll be happy and I think everybody's going to. I will say the engagement party was extremely stressful. It was a lot of talking, meeting people, talking, meeting people, meeting people, like, meeting people. It was like, hi, oh my God, thank you so much. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh my God, sorry. The yeah. person, hi. Mm-hmm. It was like, I couldn't even, it was like, Woo. but yeah. maybe the wedding will be a little bit more paced out. Like not everyone's coming in at the same time at me. Yeah. Well, also it's like, it's not so much like mingling. Like it's like watching the ceremony mm-hmm. and then like, and then there's like a cocktail hour where you're, where other people are mingling. But you are like taking Stuck photos or whatever. Purgatory. Yep. Yeah. So I feel like hopefully it'll just be a night. I think it will be. I think it'll be a lovely day. I'm very excited. Lovely day. Lovely day. Okay. Lovely day. Okay. So here's just a couple last general tips for planning your wedding. Obviously, you can fall in love with a photographer's photos pictures of a wedding venue, or even some clips of a wedding band. And that should certainly be the start of your research. But we also recommend physically meeting them too, because you actually spend more time with your photographer and videographer than you do with 99% of your wedding guests, kind of like we just said. And if you don't gel with them, or if their presence just like is irritating, then that's just going to throw you off. That's also been a big thing was we've been doing interviews with the photographers. And, like, they're going to be, like, following me around all yeah. day. Like, I want to like your vibe, your energy. Yeah. You're going to be there for, like, the biggest moment of my life. Yeah. And sometimes also maybe something to consider is, like, I think some people want, like, every shot. Like, follow me closely. Mm-hmm. And other people are like, I'd like you to stay 40 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know? Yeah. Totally. Also, plan for the unexpected. If your wedding is outdoors— have a backup plan in the event of bad weather. Yeah. I mean, that seems like a given, but probably easy to overlook. Yes. Also, involve your significant other. Don't feel like you're planning this whole wedding alone. Consult with your partner along the way as their opinion is bound to be invaluable. And even if they're only involved in some aspects, it makes wedding planning that much more fun when you can make decisions together. Flexibility and open communication with your partner are crucial throughout the planning process. Yes. Can I just say, when we got engaged, I probably already said this to you, but when we got engaged, we got this like wedding planning book and the first like illustration in it is this like woman on the ground with like her laptop and like receipts flying everywhere (laughs) and she's like stressed the fuck out and then the husband's laying on a couch asleep. Joe was so offended. He was like, why is he just sleeping there? I go, well, babe, I think traditionally, you know, women plan the... Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. I, I will be involved. Well, you know, he wants to be involved maybe to a Oh, fault. he's very involved. Yeah. He's always very, very involved. Another thing that's actually been really helpful for me and Joe is to talk to other married couples or recently married couples and just ask them for advice and their insights. And I've been asking them, like, what's your favorite part? What was the most memorable? What would you, like— 
definitely recommend us to do. It's really been really relieving for us, honestly, to like talk to other yeah. people who have done it. Yeah. So, and I'm sure also to like hear the things that they're like, we wish that this didn't happen mm-hmm. or we we would have like, this is what went wrong and we could have prevented it by, yep. you know. Totally. And then finally is to get a wedding planning book and slash or organizer. So for couples who opt to take on the wedding planning process sans a professional wedding planner or coordinator, a traditional etiquette and guidebook such as the wedding book is a wealth of information and expert advice. These books include tips and tricks and even examples of timelines and checklists and can help minimize any stress you might start to feel. Yeah, I have one. It's really fun. Do you have the wedding book? No, I don't. I have our wedding book. Ah. But by Mindy Weiss. <laughs> oh, Mindy Weiss. Yeah. The legendary Mindy Weiss. But it's fun. It has a little checklist, and we kind of every month go through it, and it's fun. It's just fun to have, and it also does give you some sort of structure and framework. Yeah. Okay, you guys. Well, we hope you guys learn more about how to plan a wedding, some tips and tricks for your big day, and um, our going to walk down the aisle confidently. Yes. And um, check back in. in And I won't say exactly when, but. In a while. In a while. And and check out my Instagram page and I'm sure I will be married. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I know. I can't believe it. I mean, I can, but it's like, it's all going to just, all the stuff's going to happen so fast. I do feel like we have like a good chunk of, like everything spaced out. Like we just had the engagement party. The bachelorette party is still, like, five or six months away. Like, things are just trying Mm -hmm. to just space it out. People have breathers. I need to um, re-listen to our bachelorette party episode. No, we had a bridesmaid one. Oh, oh, a bridesmaid one. I think that there was a thing in there about bachelorette party. For sure, for sure. But I think you're going to love your bachelorette party. I'm so excited. I'm so thankful that you're— The wedding, the document that we've got going? Oh, my God. It's crazy. So, it's going to be so— Lovely. Oh, I want, wanted to tell you that um, Ashley, my future sister-in-law, she said she found napkins. Oh, cool. I don't know. They're just—she she already bought them. She said oh, she napkins. saw them and she was excited and she bought them. Okay. I said, just tell Natalie. I- I'll put it on our document. <laughs> I mean, I think we'll need more. Yeah. But I think I'll, she— I'll ask her about the context of she just said, the napkins. I thought she said she saw napkins. I said, oh, great. Send them to Natalie. And yeah. she was like, no, no, I, I just got them. Oh, Okay. I think they might have stars on them or something. Oh, cute. Do you want to talk about your theme or you want to keep it a secret? Oh, no. I'll tell people my theme just because they're not going to be able to hear about it. The theme is, um, I created it, Corinne's Celestial Celebration. So it's like Zodiac themed. Yes. So I want like, I don't know, something to be Zodiac. Do you want to say where it is or no? Oh, it's going to be New Orleans. Yeah. So it's kind of like mystical, Zodiac, you know, ethereal. It'll be really, really, really fun. I'm excited. Me I'm too. Very, very excited. Me too. Okay, so should we circle back on the uh, what is that? It's n- sparkling tea blanc. Is there a brand? Uh, the sparkling tea company. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh, so it's okay. So that's what <laughs> it is. Where did you get this? <laughs> Trader Joe's. Oh, uh, so it's Trader Joe's. But it's not Trader Joe's brand. It is like there's no Trader Joe's branding. Huh. It is the Sparkling Tea Company. I wonder if it's an offshoot of Trader Joe's. I wonder if there's ones. It it might be at other stores, too. Oh, yeah. No, it says manufactured in Denmark. Oh, okay. So our hottie of the week is 
Vince Vaughn because Vince he was in Vaughn. Wedding Crashers. Yes. He's also been in a lot of like romance, rom-coms. I know. Also, and he's so funny. And he's tall. He's like Joe. so tall. He might be taller than Joe. He cannot be. Very few people are taller than Joe. I would argue he's probably the same height, if not like one inch I'm going to say he's 6'4". I'm going to say 6'5 to 6'6". <gasps> Is he 6'7"? Six, 6'5". Seven? Six, <gasps> Joe's height. Joe. I've only seen him one time in the wild. I was like 13, but I remember him being huge. And he was filming Fred Claus, I think. <laughs> yeah. It was like a Christmas movie. And it's almost Christmas. It so, is almost Christmas. Also, and also, this is Natalie's for, 30th birthday episode. Oh, yeah. Oh. That's not as exciting as your wedding. No, it is. We've it's talked just, about it so many times. I'm oh. like, <laughs> but the wedding is like, I feel. Okay, but Natalie turned 30 tomorrow, so please wish her a happy birthday. I do turn 30 tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. I can't wow. believe I didn't announce that earlier. I forgot about it, to be honest. <laughs> but also, may I say again, also about Vince Vaughn and Christmas, because I oh, just yeah. remembered Four Christmases. I love I that love movie. I love that one. I love that movie. That one holds up. It's like still funny. Also, fun fact, Reese Witherspoon had to stand on crates the whole movie. So you never see their feet in the same shot. Oh, I believe it. Because she's 5'2 and he's 6'5. Luckily, I feel like when I'm in heels next to Joe, I'm good. Yeah. No, you you don't look like I never look at you two and think like, whoa, he's like so much taller than her. Yeah. Because I'm like slightly above average. Yeah. I feel like you guys work. Okay, so should we rate the sparkling tea? The sparkling tea? tea? Blanc. One to, one to Vince. Well, this is actually good. So Joe's sober. Yeah. And we've been trying to think about what he's going to have in it. Because we'd like to cheers and stuff. Yeah. And this would be something that, like, he could Uh-huh. That's kind of why I grabbed it. I thought, oh, this, like, kind of would work for their... And he likes green tea, and, like, it would be good that it's, like, caffeinated. Uh-huh. I don't like the flavor. There's not it's much flavor. very, very light. It's so light. It's extremely light. It's, like, adjacent almost to a sparkling water, but it's not as effervescent. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really love Vince. I do, too. Also, he has an—there's in- one interview where he talks about Colin Farrell. That's the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. Jimmy Fallon, I think. Look it up. So comparing this to him, I'm going to go with, I'll give it a six. I was going to give it a four. So a five. A five. A five out of Vince Vaughn. All right. This is part of the episode where we play a little wrap-up game. And this week, it's Recent Obsessions. Recent I have mine, but I know we have the same one. There's no way we have the same one. Oh, really? I don't. I don't know what you're going to say, so it definitely couldn't be. Oh, maybe it is. Maybe it is. Wait, I doubt it. You go first. <laughs> New York Time Connections. Okay. Almost. Word- oh, Wordle. Or adjacent. No. Is it that word one, Bumblebee? No. Spelling bee? Oh, crossword. No. Okay. Is it still New York Time Games? <laughs> yes. Oh, I don't I don't have premium. Is that going to throw me off? No. I, I said I, Wordle, because this, this is what I do in the morning. First, Wordle. Second, Connections. Third, crossword and then sometimes I do Sudoku. Oh, okay. So my so my recent obsession, I wrote down the entire New York Times games app. Oh, the whole app. The whole app. Okay. It's all it's a one-stop shop. Yeah. Do you have the app or you just no, individually I, go online? Well, no, I have the app, but I don't play I don't have premium, so I don't play all the games. Oh, I don't play 
I just play Wordle Connections. I do not play Letterbox. Oh, I love Letterbox. And then I just do the mini thing. But I don't know. Oh, I don't know what these packs are or anything. Oh, I don't know what the packs are either. But what I just yours look better than mine. I think because oh, I do Spelling Bee. No, you have Premium. But the only thing that's different with Premium is Spelling Bee. I think it's $4 Yeah, but yours month. is prettier. Like, mine's all jacked up. Well, I still like that it's all in one place. Yeah. And that is my recent obsession. So what I do every single morning... I wake up, my eyes open, Wordle, which mm-hmm. I used to, the first t- time I like, did it, I was Wordle. like, what the fuck is Wordle? And then now I'm hitting the Wordle in like two to three every time. I'm so proud of myself. Oh my God, you got it really fast. I got, got on like the fourth one. <laughs> I love Wordle. Yeah. Then I do the connections. Then Also, did you do the connections today? I know, I was going to text you. I was like, but also. It was really hard. It was hard, but. Well, I guess we can say it now because it's, yeah, it's, it's in, in the, the past. past. Zodiac sign beginnings. It was like lib, can, gem, lib, tau. What the fuck? I just put those together because I was like, they all have three letters and like. <laughs> That's what I And did. then it came up. Yeah. Yes. And then I was like, oh, and then, then I was like, oh, and then the other ones are Zodiac symbols. But I thought that was, and then remember the other one that was like all one word? Or one letter? It was like. Yes. What the one, fuck? I didn't get that one. It was like. W Magazine. Da, da, da. I was like, huh? It, it was wild. Some people <laughs> do. I'm like, what? So anyways, connections. Then I do the mini crossword. Then I do the letterboxed. Then I do the spelling bee. And then I do one day of Duolingo. Oh, wow. What if, like, so I wait to do mine. I get up, meditate, uh, go to my workout, walk Archie. And then when I come home and I have my coffee, oh. I sit and I put it up on my iPad Ooh. And I eat breakfast, and I sip, co- and I feel like a little old woman <gasps> doing my crossword. That sounds nice. I would give it a go. Yeah, my it thing- was like a little tea, mm-hmm. and then like I play like music. <gasps> I like to just pretend like I'm a little old lady. Yeah, romanticize your life. Yes, yes. See, <laughs> I do it very first thing in the morning because I feel like it makes my brain work. It turns it on. Yeah, and then I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready. And then also, if I I feel like if I start picking my phone up when I'm more awake. Then the ADH, I start getting distracted, mm-hmm. and then I'm and then I'm off. Yeah, but that sounds very lovely. Highly recommend, you guys. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah, a great way to start your day. Uh, and I never knew I loved crossword puzzles that much. Okay, wait. Do you do the mini or the whole? The big mini. One? The mini. The big one. I'm like, what the fuck? Oh, I haven't even seen it. Again, I don't have access due oh, to the fact that the, I'm not subscribed. The clues, I would never know. And th- it's like even today's were like what. Sometimes I'm, the clues are like things, it's like, this Roman emperor no. was fourth in line. And I'm like, no, nah, there's no way. So I'm just, I love the mini though. The mini is like definitely accessible for it's most people. really fun. The, like today's was clever. It was like first three of 26. ABC. ABC. But I didn't get that. I had to go through everything. Oh. I couldn't understand. I didn't understand. <laughs> then I'm like, three of 26. 20 is T-W-E. <laughs> And then I was like, oh, 26 letters. <laughs> Sometimes, oh, you know what? If if New York Times is listening, they're not. But if you are, I have a suggestion. Let me know if you co-sign on this. Okay. Can they let us put the words in and leave one open so we can just look at the word? Do you know what I mean? Like, sometimes I have four letters that mm-hmm. I, I already have, like, figured out. And I'm trying to figure out what the final word is. But I want to just put the letters yeah, in. Yeah, you can do that. What? Yeah. You don't have to retype the whole thing. Is that what you thought? Well, it it will say not a, you know, it's like if you put only four in, you can't like move the letters over. 
so confused. So, like, let's say <laughs> you're looking at a here. I'll show you. I'll show you on the wordle. We'll do. We'll do a visual, and then maybe you can explain to the listeners if they're like, what like the this? fuck is she talking about? No, on the wordle. Oh, you're talking about Wordle. Yeah, I thought you're talking about the New York. This okay. Like, I want to put like letters in certain spots just so I can look at it without other letters. Oh, so then I can see like, oh, actually, a T would fit there. Yeah, like today I really wanted to just see the A. I knew it was A N at the end, and I was like, I just want to like put the A. I just want to see A N and then like see what needs to go. Yes, I see what you're saying. And you can't do that. No, you can't. And I want that. Okay. Well, hey, we didn't think uh, the what was that place that we that reached out to us? The research center, <gasps> the Pew's Pew Re- research. They center. were listening. They were listening to our podcast. So oh you never know. God, the New York Times never could know. be listening to our. They podcast. could be. I do know a girl who works there, so maybe <gasps> she's listening. If you Steph, are, if you're listening, we would really love it if we could just if we could just do a little yeah, a, a little refresh, a little, little refresh. Well, wow. all right, you guys. We hope you liked this episode, and we'll be back next week with our final, final. episode. So tune in, you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.